Hey, oh my friends, and welcome to the Playhouse Effect podcast. My name is Cassie Bertrand, your confidence coach, helping you live a life fueled by pleasure, purpose, and confidence. If you are looking to upgrade your life, your mindset, your happiness, your pleasure, your success, and most importantly, your vibrations, you have come to the right place. Together, we are going to dig into the deeper questions to help you on your road to complete and total freedom, to live a life beyond your wildest imagination. I am so glad that you are here. Hang on tight. We're going to hop right in in three, two, one. It's go time, baby. Happy Sunday. This week, I have three quick tips when it comes to restrictive eating. As I make my way back to my roots in the wellness space, I'm excited to start diving back into these topics a little bit more again. Last season's podcast, we talked about some of the habits of kicking the restrict is the title if you want to go back and listen to it. This week, I wanted to expand and give a few more mindset tips when it comes to tackling your binge eating journey. I did not go back through and listen to that. So if they're a repeat, I am sorry, but maybe we'll throw one of these in every new season or maybe a few seasons and we'll see how things play out because I have tons that I could say on this subject. So first things first, before we dive in, nothing you hear in today's episode is a medical claim, medical advice, or anything of the like. This is simply just a part of my story, what's worked for me, what I've learned, some tips that could potentially help you if you see fit. As always, please consult with a professional of some kind before making any big changes in your life. Now that that's out of the way, three quick tips to help you on your restrictive eating journey. Number one, out of sight, out of mind. This one is really true for me. I notice that if I know I have something in the house, it almost always becomes an obsession in my mind. Like I have to have it. And even one little bite won't do it justice. It's like I am obsessed over it for so long. And I deserve to have this whole thing because I punish myself for putting it off for so long. But that's not really healthy thinking. Giving into my first urge would have been the healthy way of thinking and just listening to my body and giving it that first bite. An even healthier way of listening to my body is putting things in the house that I know are more aligned with my goals. So that when I get that obsession, when I need something sweet, something chocolatey, something salty, I have something there to curb it that still fits in with where I want to be as my highest self and not fueling where I am as my current self. I'm keeping out of sight the things that aren't going to elevate me to my best self. If I don't have them here, I can't have them. And most times I'm not even thinking about them. If I do find myself thinking about them, I do find myself craving something one day. I'll make note. I actually even used to like just write down my cravings as they came up just to notice what my brain was thinking about. Um, I don't know. Things like that help me. They don't help everybody, but they do help me to just know what my mind is thinking. Um, that wasn't my point though. That wasn't one of the tips. That was a little sidetrack here. Um, if I find that I'm craving something though, and if I find that I'm craving it again the next day, or if I continue to just crave it, crave it, crave it all day, then I allow myself to have that thing. I make sure that I make space in my, my space for that thing somehow, some way, as soon as I possibly can. But I'm not purposely putting those things in my place without that initial wanting 
I don't obsess about it. It doesn't become a thing that I am guilty of then because I didn't put it off for so long because I had to deserve this thing. I just let myself have it. I allowed myself to enjoy the pleasures of life for a moment without having to worry about any consequences or having to worry what's going to happen. And then I can just go right back on track. I didn't derail. I had a little treaty treat. We're allowed. We're allowed. And then I can stay on planned business as usual because out of sight, out of mind with everything else that isn't serving me. I hope that makes sense. So number two, keep your hands and mind busy. Kind of similar to number one. When you're not thinking about something, it's hard to obsess over it. It's really important when you're starting your binge recovery journey to find other things that are going to occupy your time and not promote that desire to snack. Watching TV before bed isn't going to help you not want to snack. But maybe if you're picking up a hobby while you're watching TV, like crocheting or painting or coloring, or maybe you're doing a little home workout, something that keeps you or your hands busy in a productive way that helps you take up space in your time that would otherwise be a danger zone for you to start overeating. This is all about self-love and filling your cup. This is not a punishment. Again, we never want to punish ourselves, put ourselves down. This is all about our journey back to loving ourselves enough to put ourselves first and listen to our body, our mind, and our soul, and our spirit, and everything in between. You are not punishing yourself. You are requiring that you be more fully present in your own life so that you aren't looking to fill the void in your life. You're filling the void in your life with your own damn self-love by prioritizing you for the first time in a really long time. And rather than trying to feel something from the feel goods of the food that have loved us our whole life and have been there our whole life. But it's time for us to start being there for ourselves and loving ourselves enough to do things that make us happy. So number three, our community is everything. And it's really hard to stay consistent when the people around you don't help you to stay on track. And it isn't anyone else's responsibility to hold you to your goals. However, in times like these, When you're working to rewire your brain, because at at the core, it's a disorder. It is. It's a binge eating disorder. It's especially important to have that community behind you that cheers you on, that wants to see you win, and may even come on the journey with you if it means helping you stay committed to your growth. You're not putting your troubles on them, but you're asking for support. And that's what everyone needs support. Everyone needs that community that they can rely on. It's part of the human experience. We need to have people in our lives, good people. We want good people in our lives, especially. (laughs) Um, So it's hard to say no to going out to eat every other day if you don't have a community that's helping you to say no to that, especially when you also struggle with other things, maybe like other attention disorders and things like that, that you might already struggle to do the basics everyday things. So if you find yourself around people who are always sabotaging you or always tearing you down through the journey, it's time to at least analyze their places in your life a little bit further and see if it's serving you. Wherever you're turning in from tonight, today, this morning, this afternoon, your homework today is to share a screenshot of this episode to your social media stories Tag me if you can. Okay, this is going to get confusing, guys. If you're listening to, like, this episode, January, no, it's March, March 16th, 
to the previous week or the week after. My name might be Cassie Bertrand with two underscores. At some point, I'm trying to go back to Cassie Bertrand one underscore. I had to change my name. We are in the middle of getting my old name back. I promise everything will make sense again. But for right now, (laughs) it's either Cassie Bertrand two underscores or one underscore. Either way, both are me. Both will be me. Tag me in one of them. Whichever comes up, it's me. It's my face. That is me. Be sure to tag me. And then... (laughs) Share that screenshot to your stories. I also want you to share which of these three tips today really hit home with you the most and how it relates to your life. Share a little piece of your heart. I want to hear how this touched you today, how this plays into your life and how then further you're going to take action. How are you going to take action on this today? That's my homework for you this week. Share to your stories a screenshot your story, and what the action plan is, my friend. What did you take away from today? Where are you going? I hope you all have an incredible week. I love you so much for tuning in, and I will see you all back next week, Sunday. Hey, friends. Cassie again. I wanted to genuinely thank you for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you allowing me the opportunity to pour a little bit into you today and know that you can make some magic with whatever you have taken from our time together. If you enjoyed this episode and want to continue to hear more from me in the future, make sure you've got notifications on for this podcast for brand new episodes, leave a review anywhere that you can, and share this to your friends who you think might like this too. Don't forget to give me a tag on Instagram at Cassie Bertrand underscore. All right. I am so grateful for you and I will see you in the next episode.